really that power of being able to get in front of people first, to be able to to be able to attract them early, that's really powerful. And if you do have some automations in place, some lead nurturing, you can continue to build that relationship and make them much more likely to convert, even if they're not ready right now. Welcome to Beyond the Tools, the podcast that helps contractors attract more leads, grow their business, and finally get off the tools. In each episode, you'll discover marketing tactics that work. You'll get actionable insights from other successful contractors and connect with experts to help you grow. I'm your host, Crystal Hobbs, owner of a social media agency that helps contractors attract and convert more leads. Get ready to take your business to the next level so you can finally enjoy the fruits of your hard labor. Ready? Let's go. How do you decide what marketing channel is right for your business? I was on the phone the other day with a contractor who is, you know, he's like, Crystal, I've been in business for 20 years. I've never had to market ourselves because we just get a ton of word of mouth. We get referrals from our clients. Everything's been going so well for so long that we haven't really needed to do a ton of marketing. So if you're in this position, let me say that this is just a very common challenge. You may not have had to really market yourselves before, or maybe you've done a bit of advertising, but you're still not really sure what's working for you. So how do you decide where to spend your money to get the leads that you want? And first of all, if you're not marketing your business right now, you're essentially just sitting around waiting for the phone to ring, which is not an effective way to grow. Now, if you're not looking to grow, fine. It's all good. If you got referrals coming in, everything's working for you. You're not looking to grow very quickly. Then it's cool. It's all good. But if you are looking to generate new clients and you do want to grow, you want to be able to sell your business one day or have a family member take over, or you just want to have enough income coming in that you can get off the tools, you can hire some people to help you out, and you can unplug a little bit and enjoy your life, then you need to be marketing your business. We can't just be sitting around hoping that somebody comes along and hires us. So if you're trying to decide where to spend your money, I want to talk a little bit about the two big guns, Facebook and Google. So with Google, essentially what people are doing is they are searching for a solution to their problem. So if I've got an air conditioner and it's broken, I'm going to Google to find somebody who can fix this problem now. So those people who are searching, they are absolutely further along in the buying cycle. They've identified that they have this problem and now they're looking for a solution. So they can click to your site, fill out a contact form or book an appointment, or they can click right on the ad if it's a Google ad to call you, which is pretty powerful. So because of this, we often find that conversion rates are much higher on Google than on Facebook. People are further along in the process. The downside to that is that ultimately it's passive because Google's a new phone book. So by the time somebody gets to the point that 
they are searching for something, they're usually in pretty dire need. So they do have a broken air conditioner or they have no heat and it's winter time and they need someone to fix that problem now. So you're getting people that are in a bit more of a desperate situation in some cases. But if you think about the market as a whole and think about, you know, these people are obviously at the bottom of that funnel. So there are they're ready to buy, but there's also fewer of them, right? But if you can get out there a little bit more proactively, there are a ton of people that are at a point that, let's say they know they need a new HVAC system, but at this point, they just haven't been given a good enough reason to do it now. So the benefit with advertising on Facebook relative to Google is that you can capture people really early in the process. When you're waiting for them to get to the point that they are searching on Google, you're giving them an opportunity to go to your competitors as well. You're giving your competitors the opportunity to compete with you because those people searching, they're probably going to call multiple people. They're in a position where they need help with that thing now. So what I would ask is, what are you doing to proactively help people before they're in a position that it becomes a big problem? You want to get to that customer first. You don't want to wait around. You don't want to deal with those fluctuations in leads because guess what? If you're advertising on Google, you're still going to run into that same feast and famine cycle because search traffic is going to fluctuate, right? So there are only certain times of year that people are going to be, I mean, especially if you're in the HVAC business as an example, there are only certain times a year that people are going to be searching. Other times, they don't really have a problem. It's mild. They don't need heat right now or they don't need air conditioning. They're not thinking about it, right? Versus if you are advertising on Facebook, there's a lot more consistency because you're not dependent on search traffic. You can actually go out there and be proactive, show your ad to people while they're watching their cat videos or chatting with grandma or doing whatever it is that they do on Facebook. You can be the proactive one. You can get in front of them early when your competitor, they haven't even been on the radar yet. So what we find with Facebook is that you are getting a higher volume of leads because there's more of the market out there. You're not waiting for people to look for you. You can be proactive, get in front of them, and that will allow you to have a more consistent lead flow. You will also find that leads are in all different stages of the buying cycle. Some people may take a lot longer to get to a sale. And in some cases, you may attract people who may decide, you know what, I don't really need this right now. So there is a bit of that going on. So because of that, we do often see that conversion rates are lower. So from lead generation from Facebook and Instagram, it's typically between 5 to 10% of those who raise their hand and say, yes, here's my information, actually becoming a customer. So it is something to consider. But really that power of being able to get in front of people first to be able to to be able to attract them early, that's really powerful. And if you do have 
some automations in place, some lead nurturing, you can continue to build that relationship and make them much more likely to convert, even if they're not ready right now. So listen, in an ideal world, of course, you do both. Facebook and Google, they each have their pros and cons. And either of them, it's going to take some time, some money, and some tweaks to really get it right. But personally, I would rather be proactive. I would rather capture people before my competitors even have the opportunity to get in front of them. And I think that is the ultimate power of running advertising on Facebook and Instagram is you get to the customer first, which is pretty cool. So it's really up to you where you want to begin. In my experience, a lot of our clients do start with Facebook ads because they aren't seeing those huge dips in lead flow. It isn't as competitive. They can attract a higher volume of leads and begin to build those relationships and have sales happen. So take, for example, our client, New Victorian Homes, and I have interviewed Lauren on this show, so you can definitely check out that episode and listen to their experience. But they were getting some leads from Google. They were getting lots of word of mouth. Their realtors were driving leads for them, and they had organic social media, but they weren't getting quite the volume of leads that they wanted. In a very short period of time, within four months of launching, We were able to get them hundreds of leads, 60% of whom were ready to move in the next year. And they closed a little over 1.5 million in sales in that first quarter of working with us. Similarly, another client that we worked with, Heat Pump Solutions, they're an HVAC company. They were doing some radio ads. They were doing some yellow pages, but they were really stuck in that feast and famine cycle. So we were able to generate hundreds of leads for them per month. And still, you know, we've been working with them for two years now and consistently driving new leads for them. And within four months of working with us, they hit their goal of 300000 in monthly revenue, which is pretty amazing. They were actually able to double their number of new system installs per day, which is so cool. So There is so much opportunity on Facebook. And ideally, if you can do Facebook and Google both, I think that's awesome. And it makes sense to diversify your lead flow. But personally, if you do have to choose, I would suggest going down the route of Facebook and Instagram because you can get in front of your customer first. You can be proactive and you have the opportunity to grow quickly and consistently, which is really what it's all about. So I hope this gave you a little bit of food for thought in terms of Facebook versus Google, which one to invest your money in. But ultimately, you need to find a consistent source of leads for your business. If you want to grow, you need to be attracting people and generating clients on demand when you need them. It's no good anymore to wait around for referrals, wait for word of mouth, If you want to grow, you have to invest that time and money to make it happen. You have to be proactive. So I hope this at least inspired you to think about your different options with marketing, figure out what would be the best channel for you and your stage of the business. And I hope this helps you to attract some more leads. If you like this episode, I'd love if you could share it with a fellow contractor. 
And definitely stay tuned because this is certainly a topic that we will revisit time and time again because it's so important to figure out the right channel for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Tools. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love if you could also share this episode with a fellow contractor who is ready to get off the tools and grow their business. And if you want more leads, sign up for our email list at reflectivemarketing.com, where we share weekly marketing insights that you can't get anywhere else. I'm Crystal Hobbs, and I hope you'll join me on the next episode of Beyond the Tools. See you next time.